Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is Darian Jones, Honor Kings and Sons. I'm excited to uh, come before you guys again. It is a beautiful Tuesday morning, 6.20 a.m., November 14th, 2023. Thank you to all of those who've been downloading my episodes from across the country and even the world. Um, I just am so blessed to know that people are interested in what I have to say and continue to follow me. Thank you so much. Be sure to share the podcast uh, to a friend, family member. Um, if you go to rss.com slash honor kings and sons TV, you can find my episodes. And I just recently was able to stream out to other platforms. So uh, be sure to let people know that you can find me at honor kings and sons uh, TV. <clears throat> Sorry about that. So I want to be able to come before you guys today and talk to you about a subject um, that has uh, been covered numerous of times by numerous of individuals around the world. I, uh, you know, don't identify myself as a scholar. I don't identify. I don't identify as a, you know, full-time researcher, but as an individual um, who is faith-based, this particular subject is pretty much the the core um, foundations of my faith. I I identify as Christian. This is, um, you know, a core subject that is talked about, and I'm going to talk about it in stages because I have a theory that I'm going to present today. That's really what the focus of this initial episode is about. And then um, as time passes, I'll uh, maybe get a little bit into um, the full subject. So today I'm going to be talking about a theory called the Bam Dam Theory. Okay, this is something that I put together. Uh, You're not going to find this anywhere else. You might find articles or writings that talk about each thing separately, but not in the way which I put it together. Okay, so um, this theory is connected to the subject of the end times. So like I said, if you're a faith based person, uh, you've heard this subject matter probably since the day you've entered into that faith based lifestyle. Uh, If you are a person that is of, you know, a different religion, um, you might be um, Buddhist, Hindu, Taoist, you might, you know, um, then you've heard of it and probably your faith has a different version of it. Um, So I'm just covering, um, you know, the Christian uh, belief according to the Holy Bible um, in the book of Revelation. Um, that's what I'm covering. My theory is based off of that, the end times. And to be very transparent for those of you uh, who do know me personally, and you're going to hear this episode, I am not doing this because, um, you know, um, I see the panic. I see the discomfort. I see the actual, um, prophecy, uh, connected to the end times that is mentioned in the book of Re- Revelation coming coming to, you know, coming to pass. I'm not 
doing that because I myself am panicking. I'm doing it because I want to make sure that at all times that people have a full picture. They have a full scope of what they hear and what they're looking at. If anything, I feel like no individual who is breathing in air should have a slighted or a minimal scope on what they're looking at as much as possible. I do believe that you should do your best to have a full picture. Now, obviously, if you are a Christian, you know, the Bible says that we get things in part. We never get the full picture. But because there is research available, there are a lot of things in public domain. I do recommend that you take the available research and the available knowledge and make sure you have a strong outlook on whatever topic it is you might be seeking information on. So moving forward, um, yes, I want to talk about um, this theory that I put together. I call it the BAM DAM theory. Now, it's an acronym. So uh, I'll explain to you what each letter is and the actual order of the letters um, are different from how I named it, because obviously if I kept it in order of which I'm going to discuss it, it would be, you know, pretty much just hard to uh, pronounce it and allow people to remember it. So I just re-scrambled the letters so that it can have some type of, um, you know, uh, rhythm or feel or some way that people can remember it. Okay, so um, I'm going to break down each letter. So the first letter is B. That stands for beast. The second letter is A, stands for angel. The next letter is M, stands for monster. The next letter is D, stands for demon. The next letter is A, stands for alien. And the, la the last two letters is machine, which is M, and then H, which is human. All right, so when you see the description of the episode title, you'll see all those letters. And now I'm going to explain to you my theory and the actual order of the letters. Okay. So, um, and I actually have this, like I actually wrote this out. So I'm going to somewhat read it. I'm going to somewhat read it uh, from my written text. And uh, the rest, um, I will just flow based off of um, how I, you know, pieced it together. So... Here we go. If a machine, a monster, a beast, an alien, a demon, an angel, and a human all met at one location, what would take place? What would they do to each other? Who would live and who would die? Hollywood, since its inception, has introduced all of these to the human psyche. They've even categorized the level of power, damage, and lifespan they all have. Most times, the human is the lowest tier. We are hunted. We are the experiment. We are the enemy. We are made host for the dwelling, birthing, operating of all of the other tiers. Some way, or somehow, we find the almighty plan to overcome and destroy the other tiers, yet we start at the bottom. 
So let's look at the monster. The monster would score higher above the human as mid-low tier. Brute, mindless, yet uses superior instinct to hunt. Its senses make it difficult to lose its prey. It doesn't care if you're scared or not. If it could measure fear, then it could process other emotions and even understand its own. Easily can be controlled by another, yet will disobey its master if it has one. It is always in relentless pursuit of total destruction. Could it be of demonic origin? Could it reproduce? So just to give you guys an understanding with my notes is I wanted to make sure that I give people kind of the scope of how these um, these beings mentioned or these beings that we've been learning, learning about and we've seen since little. Right. I want to be able to paint a full picture of each one uh, so that we can kind of understand how they're being talked about in the world or how it's connected to the end times. Okay, so now we're going to move on to the beast. Right. A beast is also mid low tier. It's similar to a monster, only that it moves um, only that. Um, it more sides with the origins of animals from Earth, and a beast can certainly reproduce. Now we move to the demon. The demon is tricky. Religious texts depict demons as beneath humans, although cinema depicts them as above humans for a number of reasons and factors. They would be mid-tier. Demons, or predecessors of evil, seem to thrive off of fear, a human emotion. And I would tell you this, that if you are a Christian, you know that the Bible says that God has not given us the spirit of fear. So in psychology, they teach that fear is a human emotion. But according to God in the Bible, fear is not an emotion that humans um, naturally express. It is something that enters into us as a result of not understanding what it is that we are dealing with or simply being afraid of what is afore, um, before us and around us. Okay. Uh, so for demons, their specialty is buffering you until uh, you enter oppression and you give up your free will. Right. Demons, they need a host. Fear must be manifested for their power and their form to grow. The more fear you exhibit, the more torture they can inflict. Now we go to machines. Machines would be second tier. They are crafted by something or someone. And I specifically said something or someone because, like I said, Hollywood has shown us many times where you have machines that were, um, you know, created by beings created by uh, humans. You also may have uh, films that Hollywood have produced where a machine was lifeless and some type of interdimensional demon or some type of supernatural power from another world took hold of the machine and made it operate. So that's why I didn't want to specifically um, put um, a person or thing as its creator, right? 
So machines operate not of themselves, but some argue that the origin of the elements that make the machinery make them uniquely distinct, which goes back to, like I said, who created it. Machines need a source of power. It can be water. It can be light. It can be a special energy in order for it to function. If it's powered by spiritual, cosmic, or unknown sources, it becomes questionable the nature of its existence. Like I said, Hollywood again, especially with comic books and superheroes. All right. Then you would have aliens, which would be the first tier. They are higher beings, life forms, celestial, um, sometimes posing the question of them being interdimensional. Could they be part demon? Are they part angel? Usually they are given the li- the longest lifespan dating back eons. So if you pay attention, whenever people, researchers talk about humans and the human lifespan, they say our lifespan is short. When they talk about the lifespan of animals, lifespan is short. If they bring up a monster, um, the lifespan is, depending on what literature or figurative you know, writing you're reading, um, you know, sometimes they have a longer lifespan than the human race um, because they connected to, you know, um, spiritual origin and, and spiritual things live longer than human things. Right. So this is some of the stuff that, you know, we we know and we hear. Um, and then the top tier I would put is angels. Angels would be top tier, according to religious texts. Right. And this is 100 percent religion, faith based um, for the most part. Now you have fallen angels, which would be demons. You have holy angels. You have archangels. Um, these things, you know, when you read um, texts like the Christian Bible, the Holy Bible. Right. And one thing that we know for sure that angels do is angels destroy and angels build worlds. Right. We get that understanding um, in scripture, um, a lot of times um, angels carry messages, but they also have the ability to destroy civilizations and help build them. OK, so here's the thing. I read you my notes. Right. So you kind of have the basis of of what I'm I'm going at here. So I'm going to go into some more stuff when it comes to talking about. Um, the end times, all of these characters have been mentioned. There are talks about aliens that they're going to come to earth. There are talks about demons that will manifest. There are talks about angels that will appear. There are talks about machines, monsters, and beasts that will rise up, right? Monsters from the sea um, or the land, beasts from the sea or the land, Machines that would take over um, the talk about AI and humans are the centers of this. So this is where I want people to really get their perspective put together. So humans would definitely be the center of this grand face off. You will never hear about angels versus machines or aliens versus demons versus machines unless Hollywood makes up that story. There actually is no research arguing that groups other than humans have fought wars over planet Earth. You don't hear about you don't hear of people or of um, saying that they found writings 
of armies who swore vengeance on humans for populating Earth. When you hear stuff like that, that's Hollywood. Okay, uh, you just don't hear about people saying that, oh, like, you know, beings are coming back to populate, you know, the Earth. That's just that's it's a Hollywood thing. All right. So I want to I want to start to get a little bit deeper into this theory. So you have demons, aliens and machines, right, that can control humans. This is usually based on um, Hollywood and some religious texts. What do I mean? Anytime you read um, a text that comes from a spiritual background, or especially Christian texts, you hear the relationship of demons to humans, that, um, you know, demons can possess humans if humans give up their free will through oppression, right? Um, when you hear about aliens, this is more Hollywood. Aliens probe humans. They're always taking them and using them as experiments um, and things like that. And they, they talk to humans about world domination, and then machines, right? Machines replacing humans. That's been the talk for decades now about how machines will one day replace humans. And once again, one of the strongest Hollywood references to that would be the Terminator. <coughs> so let's let's continue. So then we look at uh, another category, right? Angels, machines, and rarely humans aid I mean, and rarely aliens aid humans, right? So if you look at science, right? And if you look at Hollywood and if you look at religious texts, you'll see that these three groups, they come to the aid of humans in some way, shape or form. Angels, if you read in the Bible, countless angels have helped humans, right? Um, they're God's messengers to his people, correct? Um, like I said, you go to not just Hollywood, but in the science world, machines help humans all the time. It doesn't have to be a robot, a simple uh, factory, right? It's helping humans by putting together products and shipping them out so that companies can make money, right? And then, of course, this is where we have the Hollywood and science part, which is aliens. Some people believe that aliens have been coexisting with us for a long time. Because you have places like the Galapagos Islands and all of these um, ancient caves where you see these human-like beings or you see these creatures that have not, you know, been um, in the public eye for hundreds of years. And then all of a sudden, they're slowly show showing up, right? This is all public domain. These are all things that you can, you know, research for yourself, right? Now we go to another category or another setup. So you do have, um, uh, you know, talks about how angels or demons or fallen angels, they can create monsters. They can inhabit beasts of their own and craft machines. So this is more of a Hollywood, um, you know, uh, scenario that you would see. And there are some religious origins, like I said, um, if you talk about people who study those who believe to be demon possessed, right, then, um, you know, you have articles about that. And these, like I said, these are things that are already publicly out there. It's not something that I'm making up. I'm just trying to draft it all together to give us, uh, you know, a good worldview. 
of how to look at these things, right? So we go to um, another perspective, right? This is where I kind of was intrigued because, and this is what brought it all together. I firmly believe there has to be a basis that connects all of this and makes it all legit as far as all of these characters, um, their existence being legit. Okay. So, um, I introduce fear and evil because I believe that evil is something that is an entity on its own and fear is a something and fear is a spirit that God said he did not give to man. So it's a spirit that respond that that answers to God and that um and that is in, in existence as well. And I believe that because the two um work hand in hand that it calls to question some of these characters um and to see how their existence um is actually valid or not. So evil can infiltrate humans, right? Beasts and monsters. But here's the thing. Aliens cannot be classified by evil. So I want you guys to pay attention to that. If an alien from another planet or another dimension is found subject to evil and they understand that what they're doing is evil and they understand that they need to instill fear into the human race in order to achieve their agenda, then that makes them subject to some form of a religious practice. Why? Because it's impossible for them to understand evil and not understand good, which means that they know about laws and principles, which means that they must have a higher being that they answer to that judges them based off of good and evil, which means that they are what? Subjective to the laws and principles of good and evil. And if they could help, I'm sorry, not if they could help, if they could be responsible for being evil, then that lets us know that the higher power that we believe in on planet Earth could possibly extend to their planet and not another God being out there. So why do I make mention of this? I make mention of this because there are a lot of people that they are not listening to what they're saying. They're not processing their emotions. Some of them are talking as if beings are going to arise and these beings are not subject to God. A lot of them are also acting as if they are going to do this on their own free will and God is not going to allow nor has God have it planned for them to arise. And as a faith-based person, as a person who is a Christian who believes in the Holy Trinity, the Bible, Jesus Christ died on the cross for my sins. And if you believe in your heart, confess in your mouth, you'll be saved. The whole nine, right? As a person who stands ten toes down on this, I think that it would be 
it would be irresponsible of me to not make it known to tell you that strongly i strongly believe that everything that is said to happen in the text of the book of revelation is going to happen i believe that all demons all aliens all monsters all beasts all machines all humans we all exist together and at the right time they will all be called out to the light but i think there are some people out there who think that they would do it on their free will no i believe it's all calculated um time and time again we have scientists who talk about when they go out in space and come back they find out um that you know the universe that we know is a small fragment compared to what else is out there and scientifically that when a person dies you don't go you don't just die like your particles go somewhere else right and for those who believe in uh the bible who believe in christianity who believe in jesus christ we know that the bible says that the body goes back to the ground the spirit goes back to god and the soul is judged right so we have to put this um in perspective we have to stop acting like all of this is going to come out of nowhere you know Every civilization that believed there was going to be an apocalyptic end, there was a calculation. There was a series of events that was going to take place that they wrote out. We know about the famous Mayan civilization a couple of years ago. Uh, I remember they said it was going to be Sunday at 6 o'clock. I forgot what year was it. I think it was, I think it was 2012. 2012, 2013. I'll never forget there was like, um, at this time, 6 p.m. on Sunday, the the world is going to end. It was all over the news. People sold their property, their wealth, their fortune, their cars. And they were waiting. 6 o'clock hit, nothing happened, and we're still here. Some people feel that way about the return of Christ. That it's a myth. It's It's just, you know, lollygag. You know, because there are generations of people, especially Christians, who have been preached the end times from their lifetime and past their lifetime and Christ is yet to return. And I would I would want to state to people that the Bible clearly it says that um a thousand years on earth is one day in heaven. Now, obviously, Obviously, people will take that and say, well, if you apply that math, then, you know, we probably got a long way to go before Christ returns. Because if that's the case, you know, especially recording the math that you take with scripture, we ain't been around that long. Right. So we probably got a long ways to go. And I would submit to you this. It doesn't matter if you strongly feel that it's going to happen next week, next month, next year. Um, I've heard people say that it's going to happen 10, 20 years from now. I've heard people say that 
with everything happening. It can happen any minute. I heard people saying that because of the recent war that broke out um, in Israel, that it's it's coming quicker than we think. I would say to you this. If you are a Christian and you are in fear for your life, you have not understood your Bible. You have not grasped the message. You need to go find somebody who can teach you the word. You need to get private time with your cell group leader, the the senior Bible study teacher at your church, the pastor himself, or if they turns out they're not equipped to teach you, find somebody online. But you need to reread your Bible because the book of Revelation is the most glorious victory lap that any Christian could be celebrating. Because according to that book, we go on home. And if we stay steadfast, and if we, uh, just like in the beginning of the book of Revelation with the seven churches, if we, if we give to God our flaw that he has against us, he will give us our reward, then it's our victory lap. And one of the one statements that the word of God declares um, in the Bible is occupy until I return. You know, Jesus, Jesus uh, relayed this message to the disciples. He relayed this to the world, you know, talking about the end occupied till I return. I think Christians should be excited. If the economy goes down, we praying and seeking God for, for ways to take care of our families to financially thrive if if machines take over, you know, we thinking about ways to make sure that we have the upper hand. You know, if if creatures manifest and they put and they, they challenge our, our our life, you know, we we require, you know, self-defense weapons training to survive like but but. You know, we have to be on the offense with all of this. This is ridiculous to me how some be, be, um, um, believers are behaving. You know, you should not be scared. No bone in your body should be scared about this if you truly believe. If anything, you should be preparing and not preparing out of fear. It's like a person going to the gym and you working out because you hate your body. You should be working out because you love your body, because you love yourself, you know. So um, this theory that I've presented um, is simple as this. I believe that all characters exist. All characters exist. Angels, demons, aliens, monsters, beasts, machines, and humans. Everybody exists. Humans are the most present. We're out in the public 24-7. We're the ones flying ships into space. We're the ones going deep into the sea. So guess what? Every other character knows we out there. But the other characters, are what they're waiting. And at the, at the right time, they will fully show themselves. And we should not be scared. We should not be surprised. But we should have an understanding of their purpose and understand that they are subject There is no other entity out there separate from God. And I stand on that because of the principles of the laws of the universe are constant. 
So that means if there was a race of beings that lived on a separate planet 10 billion galaxies away, if they can come to Earth and and do whatever they will to our race and they know that what they're doing is causing the demise of our, you know, our civilization, that means that they're subject to the principles of good and evil, which means that they have a higher being that they believe to be um, judges them or or they have a some type of code that de- that depicts right or wrong amongst themselves. Um, and, you know, the fact that they know that there's something higher that gives them that resolve to think and make critical decisions. I know for sure that um, it is the extension of the presence of God. Now, obviously, within that statement, if they have some some higher being that they look up to and it is not God, for sure, it's a demonic entity that oversees them, that runs them. Some people may call me crazy on that. That's fine. It, it, this is the world we're talking about. There's people who have crazier uh, statements of belief than what I just said. So that's fine if you think that's crazy for me to say that. But yeah, I'm I'm putting it out there that we have to get over this fear. We have to get Hollywood out of our brains. We have to get these figurative novels out of our head that humans, you know, can just take such a beating from everything. Every Hollywood movie you turn on, we take a beating from beasts, monsters, demons, aliens, um, you know, uh, uh, interdimensional beings, angels. And I want to say this also to even add, you know, some people who say that, you know, it's not real, right? A lot of this thing with aliens and demons and all that stuff. I will tell you this. If it's not real, then the person who sat down and had the time to conjure up these entities these drawings, these illustrations, these depictions of these beings create these characters and have embedded them so deep into human, the human psyche that we believe them to be real. Man, those people deserve a reward because their creativity has 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 gripped um, our minds for for centuries. So we need to find those people and give out some reparation checks to their family because those people are genius to come up with something that that scientifically people would say doesn't exist but drive it home so strongly that we now believe it exists those people deserve a reward but because there are a lot of evidence that prove that each one of these things i mentioned in my bam damn theory mention that they exist i think we just need to understand the purpose that they serve we need to understand that human beings um we are not subject to all of them we are not the lowest tier right we are not because um we do come out on top we do come out on top 
And especially if you're a person that believes in Jesus Christ, you believe in the whole Bible, not just the book of Revelation. You believe in the whole Bible, but you do believe in the prophetic revelation of the book of Revelation. You know that if you with Christ, none of these things will defeat you. None of them will come near your dwelling. None of them will lay harm on you or your children. And if you and if you do experience martyrdom, which means you die in the name of Christ, then you win. You win. I just want people to stop being afraid of this. I feel like there's too many people in the world that are afraid of these things. And it's more of the imagery that comes from Hollywood. It's the imagery. And I'm going to be honest with you. If if we want to take it there, it sounds like it's a plan from Hollywood to already make you crippled with fear. So that when these things do arise, you don't even have the strength to fight because you're thinking about how this demon or this this alien or, or this is going to tear your body to shreds and torture you and and mutilate you and your family. And you're going to like, come on, like, you know, we we have to we have to strengthen our minds. We have to strengthen our heart, our spirit, and we have to do more than just pray. And I'm talking to my faith based people. We have to do more than just pray. Like if this stuff really bothers you, like, you know, come up with a game plan. Right. So if you're a person that the end of the world, everybody's going to be struggling for food. Start finding out ways to open up grocery stores so that you and your people can be fed. You and your community can survive. Start farming. Learn combat training. Learn self-defense training. The United States is the only place in the world where you have to pay for self-defense training because people can sue you for any little thing. Learn self-defense training. Go go on military websites and learn about how to operate, you know, certain machinery and weaponry and stuff like that. So you're prepared, you know, know the law so that when all these new laws start coming out, that pretty much is going to take away everybody's freedom. You know how to lobby for your, your family's freedom, like be proactive and do it as a community. You know, don't do it in fear for yourself. And then don't teach nobody, because to be honest with you, if you do it in fear for yourself, your selfishness is going to get you killed. You know, like it's 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 just, you know, we got to really um, we got to really grow up here and and take responsibility, you know, for ourselves and for, you know, the greater good. So this is a theory, like I said, that I've put out. Um, I, I, I had just been listening to so much that's out there. Like I say about the end times, um, you know, space UFOs, um, you know, hearing about climate weather change and how we're finding creatures, you know, in the Antarctic and we're finding this and we're finding that and people are being afraid and, and world disasters and rumors of wars. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, man, I'm not afraid of this, not because I don't care or because I'm too arrogant to even understand its severity, but I'm not afraid because if I believe in what I believe and it says it's not going to harm me, then it's not going to harm me. But I'm still going to prepare for if it does come near my doorstep. I'm, I'm, I'm going to prepare. So I would I would love for those 
who say that they believe in Jesus Christ or and if you say you believe in something, get yourself prepared. Preparation is key. Discipline with a purpose is everything. So, um, you know, this is part one uh, to this. Um, I hope you guys enjoy. Please make sure that you follow me on Instagram at Honor Kings and Sons. And be sure to uh, continue to share my podcast and stay tuned for the next episode. I'm going to try to have another one drop this week. RSS.com slash Honor Kings and Sons TV. You can find me as well. And if you guys definitely, definitely want to support, you can go to uh, Teespring. They Well, they're no longer called Teespring. They're called Spring now. But you can still type in Teespring.com, T-E-E, Spring.com, and type in HKS Apparel and get some, get some merch from my shop. Um, support, you know, support me so that I can continue to do this for the people. And I uh, greatly appreciate it. God bless you guys. Um, have a wonderful Tuesday and uh, see you next time. God bless.